Ooh. And it just certainly isn't how I uh, envision this or plan this. Uh, but, but I am going to retire. Uh, this is not an easy decision. Uh, honestly, it's the hardest decision of my life. Uh, but it is the right decision for me. Uh, for the last four years or so, I've been in this cycle of injury, pain, rehab, injury, injury pain, rehab. Uh, and it's been unceasing and relenting unrelenting both in season both in and off season uh, and I felt stuck in it and the only way I see out uh, is, is to to no longer play football uh, it's it's taken my joy of this game away uh, and uh, this sorry I've been stuck in this process. I haven't been able to live the life I want to live, taking the joy out of this game. And after 2016, where I played in pain and was unable to regularly practice, I made a vow to myself that I would not go down that path again. I find myself in a similar situation. And the only way forward for me is to remove myself from football in this cycle that I've been in. Uh, Come to the proverbial fork in the road uh, and and I, I made a vow to myself that if I ever did again, I would choose choose me in a sense. It's very you and your alter. What, what's up? What's happening, Dame Dash Face? Do you just All want right. that? Harrison Barnes face? Yeah. All right. Uh, whatever. How are you mentally this week? You're the second person that asked me that today. Ooh. Niggas picking up on your vibes. Yeah, so now I'm thinking, like, do I need to dig deeper? <laughs> I feel like I'm okay mentally. You can always use this as your uh, therapist's couch whenever you need to. Um, yeah, I think I'm okay. How are you mentally? You think that you are okay. (laughs) Yeah. All right. What about you? Are you okay? Am I okay? You sound overly concerned. I'm trying to keep the energy live here and you just ask that like a like a parent to a child misbehaving or something <laughs> I'm <laughs> oh man I am a little sick so I'm not that well physically but I'd like to believe I'm in good mental shape I believe I'm in good mental shape as well I was about to say, I've asked you like two times and. I started to answer. Okay. I, I deflected for a little bit and then I started yeah. to answer. I believe. You did. I'm in, uh, I believe I am in good mental shape. Although it's kind of weird saying that now that I believe. Like, neither one of us seem too sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because you want to believe, but then again, you're like, nothing's ever really for certain. Maybe, probably. So, yeah, I think. Yeah, well, moving right along. Um, again, this is your, your space you can have. Yo, y'all didn't just go, go to uh, Burger and Lobster and, uh, was it an all-girls thing? I couldn't get an invite? Yeah, unless you're non-gender conforming. It's 2019, son. For that male, I would have identified as female. Okay. It was for wives, not just for females. So you would have to be non-gender conforming and non-conforming, I guess. I don't know, whatever that's called. 2019. It's 2019. And that's the energy that I am on. Okay. If it would have allotted me a free male. Okay. 
Was the meal free? It's not gonna, it's not gonna get you an invite, <laughs> but okay. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I need to speak to the head of that operation. I'm just being upfront with you. That's sippy. Ridiculous. And she listens every week, so if you have any grievances, now is the time to air them out. Sip. Next time you have one of these get-togethers, uh, yeah. Don't lose my number in the invite list. Thank you very much. <laughs> She's going to hear that and completely ignore it. You're ridiculous. Yeah, it happens. It happens. Um, I guess we should start here and get it out the way. Uh, Brian, sorry. Um, it's not going to be 16 minutes of football, but I am in mourning. So to answer your question, no, I'm not okay going back to <laughs> mental health. My quarterback just retired on me at 29 years old. Yeah. He opened us up, giving us his little speech about his retirement and walking away from the game and all this other stuff. Not going to lie. When I first saw the notification from Bleach Report, and then you tagged me in the goddamn Instagram post. <laughs> I was very confused as to what was going on a week out from season kickoff, and our star quarterback is saying that he wants to retire. Yeah, when I saw it on my phone, I gasped. I was like, <gasps> like I was genuinely shocked because it literally came out of nowhere. Nobody was speculating. Nobody, like, this wasn't on the radar. I mean, he mentioned thinking about walking away from the game in an interview last year. But, you know, that was just an interview. You know, he was just answering a question. And then he just dropped the bomb on the team right before a preseason game. I'm like, what? <laughs> All right. So here I'm going to walk you through my timeline. Uh, there's a couple of timelines we're going to revisit on this episode. I'm going to walk you through my timeline. When I first saw that, I was pissed off. Because I'm thinking, you didn't want to make this decision before the draft so we could try to finagle yeah. a quarterback. Yeah. That's and, then I got, and then I got more angry because you pushed Peyton Manning out because they believe you were going to be his replacement. Yeah. And then Manning went to, what, two Super Bowls, 1-1 one, one with the Broncos. Yeah. And y'all did what? So, yeah, that's also fair. And then I started to feel bad because I started thinking, okay, let me go through his injuries since he's been a quarterback and let me try to figure out if yeah. I can sort Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, in 2015, he had a sprained shoulder. All right. Not too bad. That was September. In November 2015, he had a lacerated kidney, plus multiple muscle pulls in his abdomen. Yeah. 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 He was getting beat up a lot behind the line. September 1st, 2016, frayed labrum in the preseason. And if you medical folk are listening and asking... Or you non-medical folk, rather, listening, asking, what's that? I don't have a clue, but it kept him out of the season. <laughs> that was September 2016, out for a year. January 2017, he has shoulder surgery. October 2017, he returns to practice. And November 2017, he's placed on the Injured reserve. Same November 2017, he was advised not to throw for two to three months to focus on rehabbing his shoulder. And this is where it starts to get sad because it's like, all right, you're looking at this guy and he's he's been quite banged up. But June 2018, his first time throwing at practice. July 2018, he's greenlit to go for preseason. 
September 2018, Angelo plays his first game since January 2017. Long time. Very long time. And September 2019, he has a mysterious calf. They call it a calf strain, a high calf strain. And it automatically took me back to KD saying, okay, something ain't right. Because of the calf strain, why is he out so long? Why, is, why isn't he playing? Mm-hmm. So going through his timeline and then going through my own timeline, I, I, I felt the Colts fans and they booed him at the preseason game for finding out <laughs> that he's retiring. I, I, I wish I was there because I would have definitely made sure my boos were heard from the raft from the rafters. <laughs> but, but Shannon Sharp mentioned something and he said how is it that people who pay for tickets, the man gave and Shannon kind of helped turn my uh, anger into looking at his injuries. The man gave everything he had to your organization for for however long he could have. And when he announces that he's retiring, your first instant is to boo him. I was there, admittedly. But also, um, I had to look at it from the perspective of, nah, fam, you were supposed to be, like, the next thing, the next wave. You were supposed to usher us into... Um, this new era. Peyton Manning has a statue outside of Lucas Oil Stadium, which is where the Colts play. Mm-hmm. Is it fair enough to say uh, that he built that franchise, made it relevant? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, to get somebody that everybody's deeming as the next Peyton Manning, sure, you're thinking you're in good hands with Fall State and your future's looking pretty bright. He said that he was hurt. He said that he was mentally in an opening. He said that he was mentally worn out. And then when, when I heard that, I'm like, okay, maybe it's the rehab. Maybe it's the injuries. Maybe it's everything else that's weighing on him. And because it's easy to play Madden, pick up a controller and play Madden and use whoever you want, not have to memorize playbooks or anything like that. But to have to week after week, memorize offensive plays and defensive schemes. Yeah, so maybe it can be a little weighing on you mentally. But at 29 years old, to walk away from $58 million... It goes to show. It just goes to show, like, man, I already got a few M's in the bank. Like, I don't... I don't even want to wake up for this next 58 over, what was it, the next two years? Yes. Yeah. So that that just shows you, you talked about it earlier, mentally, being mentally okay. Like, I'm so mentally done with this $60 million and the next 700 days is not worth, is not worth my sanity. Like, if, we, if you really stop and think about it, like, I would rather walk away with my sanity than to wake up for the next two seasons and earn $60 million. <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And, when, and when, it, when you think about it like that, it's like, you can't boo that, man. You can't, you know what I mean? This is like, it's something deeper there. There's something deeper. He's not just walking away from his teammates and the 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 state of Indiana and like there's something deeper there that you have to just like respect and you know wish him well, pray for him, whatever. You don't believe in God, you do believe in God, you, you burn sage, whatever, whatever it is that you do. It's like you just gotta let that man be. Cause there's something it's bigger than football. It's bigger than football. There's a a line that I'm going to paraphrase from these artists, Little Brother, um, and it pretty much speaks to uh, 
having all the success in the world and not having peace of mind to go along with that check. Like, but you can't see somebody that's poor having all, like, it's something along those lines. Having all the success in the world and having peace of mind versus somebody that may be poor and be completely at peace. Yeah. Which state would you rather be in? I feel like it's easy for us to say because we're not rich. Like, yo, I shot nigga crazy. Like, I would just went to camp, got my ends. Like, I feel like it's easy for us to say because we don't have a million dollars in our bank account. So we would be like, yeah, I'll do anything for $60 million for two years. So all I got to do is show up to training camp. But I don't know. It's like, but then we're, we're not poor. We're like, we're not poor, but you know what I mean? It's like, we like fulfilled. We're happy. Families, kids, spouse, jobs. Like it could be better. But would you trade that for some M's? People will think I'm crazy, but I I peace of mind is everything to me. And I say this in a sense of like totality. So like let's just say I had a rough time at home arguing every day. Kids driving me up a wall, blah, 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 blah. My, my peace of mind and being like, okay, I would rather get a divorce and deal with you on a, a, like a certain time frame. Mm-hmm. That's the extreme I'm going to in terms of peace of mind for me. Right. And it speaks to like, I've had conversations with people saying, okay, well, look, just because you got somebody pregnant don't mean rush to get married. Like, if that's not, like, don't use having a kid as a means of being like, oh, well, now let's get married. Yeah, I agree. Um, but I say that I have to say that peace of mind is not, you getting married is not going to change the problems that you have pre-baby arriving and post-baby arriving. You're going to get married and the same problems. Right. If you don't have peace of mind before you get married, it's only going to send you over the edge. Some people, uh, when you ask that question, uh, would you rather peace of mind? That's how some of these celebrities get strung out. Yeah. Because they have all the money in the world and they may still be lonely or they may still be battling whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. Keep your peace. Whatever you do, keep your peace. Self care 2019, 2020. Wasn't expecting to bring this out so early. Mental health is wealth. Look at you dropping gems. Oh my God. Free. Oh my God. Three ninety nine. Don't worry, I got you. I, I wasn't expecting to break this out so early, but it has to happen. Um, those of you who know here, yeah, clear your space now because you know what's coming. Uh, get in your owls. Get in your owls. Passing some old lady and she started dancing. Turn the speakers up. You made me happy. All right. All right. Coming out of that into your happiness because your kids are back in school. Woo! I'm surprised I haven't heard you yelling from West Cheshire. <laughs> Yeah, it was only half day, so not that excited. But next Wednesday, when they get the full days is in effect, it's on, baby. Caden starts on the ninth, and um, nigga, I can't wait. 
I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> the real kicker for me is when the twins get up out of here. Whew. Do you have a calendar marking down when they start? I was trying to get them into early head start. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to get these niggas out of here, top of 2020, like January 2020. But it's a lot of criteria, you know, like that's not really in my favor. Um, so, yeah, I might just have to wait till they turn three to put them in 3K, which is not so bad. It's a year, about a year from now, you know. What's another year when we got two in already? Um, but, yeah, when them niggas is out of here... Book my flight. I'm gone. <laughs> I'd be Maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I haven't, I can't say I haven't reached that stage because I'm, I'm ready now. And the nigga's only going, uh, part time. <laughs> Yeah, I need that. Need that school life for them kids, boy. Quick question. I'm sorry. This is random. This is random, but I I need to ask. Have you ever in Chipotle um asked for someone in particular to make your burrito because they've been making everybody else's like crazy? No. You never. You never had that. Oh, I want them to make my burrito or bowl. Mm-mm. So you just take whatever, like, if they skim you on the food, are you that? No, give yeah, me more. Of that. Give me more. I need. Can I get another spoon of rice, please? Like, a little bit more chicken. Like, come on. Nah, uh, me and Tiffany, Tiffany more so has the eye for pointing out the person making the hefty uh, burritos <laughs> and bowls, and she will very quickly be like, "No, no, no." Um, can they make my burrito? Can they make my bowl? And you see, like, a little attitude from the person who was supposed to take it over. But it's like, nah, fam. They've been showing love. I want you to get over here and skim, and I have to go through the whole lineup. Yo, let me get another spoon. Let me get more of this. Yeah, nah, just, like, I just ask. Like, all right, come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. A little bit more rice. A little bit more chicken. Like, stop playing. What if they charge you for the for the... No, nah, you're not charging me. No, you're not charging me. That's coming out your check. <laughs> you're like, you gotta purchase this chicken and rice. Like, come on. I hate when people do that. Like, that's the company's dime. That has nothing to do with you. You're still gonna get paid at the end of the day, whether they run out of chicken or not. You know what the crazy part is, and we found this out uh, at a Chipotle right when it was closing. We were like, yo, what do y'all do with all the extra food? They give it away to the homeless anyway. So it's like... Yeah. yeah. I be giving it away at night. So, like, come on. Don't try to play me. I'm paying $10 for this burrito. You want to give me five little nuggets of chicken? Get out of here. I, I asked because I'm staring at a bag of Chipotle that I'm going to bust down as soon as uh, this podcast is true. Uh, I don't want to be a nigga nigga and eat on air because... I would. Would. I would. I would. All right. I ain't gonna do it. Live your best life, nigga. You got Chipotle sitting right there. You gonna wait? Nah, I have it away from me. I'm not. Uh, I had to walk away. I had to walk away. I won't be tempted. You got a burrito. Or you got a bowl. I'm a burrito yeah. guy, man. The bowls sometimes, although you get more food in the bowls if you do. Up right. You do. You nah, do. I, I like the. Get it over with. Get burrito. <laughs> eat it once that in. Because if I get a bowl, I'm gonna have to get a tortilla on the side. It, it's just. It's... Mm. Are you a guac guy? I hate guac. I'm actually allergic to avocado. No, you're not. I promise you. Who told you that? Uh, it's happened several times. Uh, <laughs> common medicine would tell me. You've eaten guacamole and had a reaction more than. All right. All right, here we go. Here we go. You want a story time? Fine. It's here. My first time having uh, a, a, a reaction, I went on a college tour. 
and the sandwiches are just like regular turkey ham, whatever have you. I had a turkey sandwich. I ate it. I'm like, something tastes funny. Open it up, saw some green stuff. Didn't pay it no mind because I'm like, it's not mayonnaise. Everybody knows me knows I hate mayonnaise. So I'm like, whatever. I, I thought it was like a sauce or something. Get home from the college tour, and I'm just itching. Like, unbearable itching. And, and you know like when you itch so much that you rather fall asleep so that you don't have to deal with it? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's how bad I was itching. I had Benadryl. It knocked me out. Woke up, and I had hives. I'm like, all right, guess I'm not gonna do that again. And then when I found out, I'm like, what was that on the sandwich? They told me it was guacamole. All right, let me stay away from guacamole. The second time it happened to me. Did you forget? No. Here, here's where it gets tricky. It must have been in something. I went to Red Lobster on a date before me and Tiffany got together. I went, and something I ordered must have had a hint of guacamole or something in it. That after, like, if you've seen Hitch, you know exactly where I'm going. On the date, my throat started closing up. I was doing a... There is no avocado and no red lobster. Fam, I'm trying to tell you, it was something, a sauce or something that they made. You know the seasonal menus at Red Lobster? Yeah, maybe it was just something else. Not avocado. Case in point, I'm allergic to avocado, so I don't eat it It seems like a reach. You went to Red Lobster and experienced avocado at Red Lobster? Doctor? Are you a doctor? I'm not a doctor, but I am frequently on the Red Lobster's menu because we order it from there like every week. There ain't no avocado on their menu. It's something in there. It's not. It's not. Spokesperson? They paid you? You probably got hold of bad lunch meat at the college tour because it's a college tour. And, you know, they ain't the best grade of stuff. And then you go to Red Lobster and you, you know, you probably had like some bad seafood. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Does it sound like you have an avocado allergy, Corey? Well, when you get your uh, degree and. Uh, when did you get your degree to, to diagnose yourself as being allergic to avocado? When I had the, the test. When I had, went and had the allergy test after the second experience. That wasn't avocado, that second experience. Well, nigga. I don't know what to tell you, because I broke out in hives on a date, and now we're here. Moving on. Is that why you're not with that person now, because you broke out in the hives? No, they were laughing, and I was laughing, too, because all we could think about was Hitch. I and I was, just like, I was like, all right, this is over. I'll, I'll walk you to the train, and I'll be on my way. <laughs> I'll be on my way back uptown. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> all right, so Curry got a fake avocado allergy. Cool story. Yeah, you, you, you ever been embarrassed to the point of all right, now I'll just go home? No. You ain't yeah. lived. You ain't lived in. Probably. You ain't lived in. Probably. You ain't lived in. All right. Uh, so from bad allergies. Uh, to bad writing. Um, did you watch Power? Oh, that was a beautiful segue. You see me out here in these streets? I'm trying to get better. Yeah. Uh, Power was terrible. It was Let's terrible. back up. Did you like the intro? Nope. I don't like Trey's songs. So, like, I hate his voice. He sounds like a goat. So this, I was just like, all right, Trey, come on. Like, I wasn't a big fan. Like, I'm not a big fan of Joe and the original. It was just like, I would, you could have changed it. I don't care. Just not with Trey songs. <laughs> like, I don't want to hear Trey ever. Ever. And now that's, I got to hear that every night. That's not right. You don't like Trey songs. Say this is a big rich town. 
That's the original. That's the original for niggas. Alright, see niggas niggas don't want niggas don't want the original. Niggas, niggas wanna hear niggas wanna hear this one. You didn't like our uh, the theme song, nor did you like uh this rendition. All right, all right, fine. All right, all right. So yeah, Paul sucked. Um, <laughs> sucked. And was actually really dead. Yeah, despite uh, what's his face tweet, Courtney's tweet last year. Say that one more time. I said, despite yeah, Angela's dead. Despite Courtney Kemp's tweet last year. Uh, saying Angel's not dead. Hashtag Power Season Six. But uh, you know, we already knew. Like, of course she was dead. She got shot right in the chest. <laughs> like, this is not the young and the restless. They don't, you know, there's not no revivals and like she's dead. We get it. You killed the little girl. Of course I'm gonna kill Angela. But it's just. It's predictable. That episode was. It's bad acting. It's bad writing. It's long and drawn out. It's like, damn, this is not over yet. I I'm expecting it to pick up. You know, sometimes you uh, uh, season premiere first episode is not you know always what you expect. I get it. Um, but the way them niggas that was at the MSG premiere hyped it up, I'm like, all right, power back, we lit. Bring us back to like the season one, season two vibes when every it was like must see TV. Everybody was talking about it on social media when it was better than what it's been these past few years. I'm like, all right, cool. We you know we're gonna get a, a, a dope season finale, series finale. I was like, okay. I see, I see what you guys did here. <laughs> I, see, I see what's going on here. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I watched it and fell asleep. Um, <laughs> yeah. I watched it and fell asleep. Uh, I had to watch it again. But when I watched it the first time, I'm like, <clears throat> I'm like, is it overacting or am I missing something? Like, what is going on? Like, it just felt like, I don't know. I don't know. It, it felt. I love Lala, but that ain't it, La. Tori is usually okay, but she was she was overacting in this first episode, like way overacting beyond. It was just like chitlin circuit type. It was like you're doing too much, like <laughs> really too much, sweetie. <laughs> just relax a little bit. It was it was bad. It was bad. Um. Yeah. I, I I I don't know. I really don't know if they're gonna give us Ghost and Tommy going at each other all season. Let me tell you something. Kill them niggas now, fam. Hey, don't take this on. Don't nobody want to see Ghost and Tommy for ten, twelve episodes. Trying to kill each other, and then the wife, the, uh, Tasha, she wants Ghost dead or revenge for him killing Terry. And it's like Tariq got his own little plan. I'm like, all right, y'all all doing, all doing too much. All y'all, everybody just relax. 
nigga, re and also lax. Just for real. For real. I, I don't know what's going on. I think I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I was unimpressed. Um they keep really saying this is the last season. And I remember distinctively 50 saying while they were shooting <laughs> that, that this is not the last season. So I don't know what to tell niggas. We'll see. We shall see. You know what I hate? And you said, yeah, niggas was hyping it up at the, the um the joint like it was really going to be on and popping. Like, yeah. <sighs> yeah. So the captions. You niggas owe me out my life back, man. Yeah. All you niggas in hype and all you niggas. They owe me an hour. You know what? It wasn't an hour. It was two hours that I need back. Did you? Um, I think you mentioned it before, but, uh, that movie, Acrimony? Yeah. With Taraji? Yeah. Nigga. Why didn't you warn me again not to waste my time? I don't... <laughs> you know they filmed that in like three days. It shows. Yeah. They did that whole thing in like three days. And looking now, at it, yeah, I did want to bring up a talking point that I really don't think there's a legitimate answer for, and that was, well, how long do you hold on to your house's dream? Mm. Because that was that she hung around. Mm-hmm. She hung around twenty some years. She hung around. Yeah, it was persistent. She hung around, um, but it got me thinking, like, all right, well, what is the cutoff for you being supportive of your spouse's dreams? Is there even a cutoff? Uh, Yeah, that's a tough one. I guess it depends on the dream. Because it's like if we're married and you're like 45 but you're still trying to be a rapper, it's like maybe not, hun. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, maybe not. But if you're like a scientist or an inventor and you feel like you're on the cusp of something, you know, groundbreaking, then yeah. Or if you're like an entrepreneur, you know, um, small business owner, something like that. You just trying to scale your business. Um, that's something I can see myself sticking with. But yeah, nah. If you're like 34 and you trying to get into the NFL, it's like mm, chances are a little slim. You might want to, you know. I know that's been your dream. You know, you've been playing football all your life, and but yeah, no, maybe that's not. Maybe that's not for you. So something like that. It it would depend on um, the passion. If it was something like uh, the movie where he had he was trying to invent something. Yeah, an invention. I would stick with that. I would. My only issue with the movie, um, I saw it from both sides. I understand the man had a dream. And he was really working passionately on his dream, uh, being persistent, sending in letters and sending um, emails uh, to the company every day and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. But my thing was, nigga, you got to get a job. Like, you got to <laughs> something to show. Yeah, you got to get a job. Just, yeah. you just, dick. Like, come on. You gotta at least pretend that you're not just laying around. Yeah, I don't know. 
I don't know. Yeah, you gotta get a job. You just can't like be a full time like devoted to this passion. Nah. Gotta work. You don't work, you don't eat. How do you feel about um because Taraj's role in the movie, um she got bitter because she felt like he was eating up all of her money and really wasn't being I don't know. I don't want to say emotionally there, but he wasn't he was he was like a it was a show. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to understand from her perspective, like, all right, I get it. The niggas, the nigga was no good, etc., etc. Not no good. He was a good guy. He just didn't put his energy in the right places. But that's because he had a dream. Yeah. Yeah. And it went. It sparked a conversation here in our house, and I wanted to have it. For the world, and that was legit. Like, how do you tell somebody, all right, it may be time to give it up? Like you said, if you're a certain age still trying to be a rapper, but that's legit. Okay, that's an extreme. But if it was something like an invention where nigga hits and you you bail on him right before he hits, do you now regret the fact that like you bailed? Yeah. I mean, because you were you were the one supporting him and, you know, housing him, feeding him, providing the shelter, the resources, everything he needed to get the, the thing off the ground. And it's like you felt like you were at your breaking point and you just couldn't do it anymore. And then he hits it big and it's like, yeah, I would like a recoup. <laughs> And yeah, this is it's a tricky one. It's a tricky one. And yeah, of course, Tyler had to put his uh his extra his extra sauce on it, making it into a a, a bitter. Like it would have been a really good movie if he didn't focus so hard on her being bitter. And then when a nigga. When a nigga hits, breaks you off with a $10 million check that he didn't have to. Yeah. Yeah. Take the money and run, sis. Nigga, cash the check and run. No, let me take the... (laughs) She kept feeling like, oh, well, no, she's living my life. Like, I... Sweetie, I, I get it. Ten million could have created a whole new life. Fam, he gave you ten million dollars and he was still in love with you. How about that part? <laughs> How about he gave you ten million and was still in love with you, and you kind of gave him your behind a kiss and was like, "Nah, we're ne- we we would never be an item again." Okay, well. Good luck with that. (laughs) 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 Shout out to to Roger. Shout out. The the highway signs in Atlanta, the Tyler Perry studio. So that's today. He put it on his Instagram. Say that again? The highway signs in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. It was like exit avenues and stuff. One of them is Tyler Perry Studios. Well, all right. Yeah. It's pretty dope. I, I, I would think so. Yes. Yeah, so shout out to Tyler. Black excellence. Uh, from one black excellence person to another. Well, not really. Uh, I called you Dame Dash Face in the beginning of this. Um, why is Dame being paid $100 to just <laughs> trash 
Jay-Z's name. Yeah. I'm confused. Yeah, that's like some chicken head type stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. Come on, Dave. You can't be out here barking like you a boss and you independent, you're an entrepreneur and you this and you that and you're not a slave or like and then you're gonna take five hundred dollars just to like tear down another black man. It's like come on, bro. Five hundred dollars for you to say, I don't know the logistics of the deal, so I can't talk about it, and then spend the next however many minutes talking about, about it. The deal. Crazy Dave, you Mental health is a strong thing that we've been talking about on this particular episode, but this podcast in general. Um, Dame needs to see somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Dame needs to see somebody. Uh, and that's being generous, but. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's something there that's affecting him. 15 years later. Fam, you're still, you're still hurt by what, whatever happened. You're still hurt. Do you think and, he's hurt by the, by what happened? By, like, him feeling like Jay betrayed him? Or do you think he's hurt because Jay's gone on to make banana buck noodles type of money after the whole quote-unquote, betrayal of Rockefeller? You think it's like the relationship or the money that hurts him the most? I think it's ego because Dane feels like um, it's ego. Dane feels like, oh, we could have made, he probably feels like we could have made this money um, doing what we were doing. You, You left the business might have been foul, and you went on, like you said, to make buku money. Like you left me, and you like Dane was thinking that when you left, that was going to be the you weren't going to be as successful as you are. That's crazy. Um, I think. Dame's ego is so bruised that he can't get past the fact that yeah we made a lot of money together it didn't go out it didn't go right but we're, we're grown man we talking about something that was 15 years ago it's not something that happened two or three years ago but he's still walking around with the pain as if Jay legit took money out of his mouth and he has been able to yeah yeah, it's sad actually. It's really sad. Man, um, yeah, I, 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 it's sad in his part. Um, I think it's also sad how now we're forced to look at this whole thing again. Shannon, my main man, brought it up. Congratulations. We got away from the fact of why Colin was even kneeling in the first place. And we're, we're making it about this black person versus the, this black person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Typical niggerdom. Yeah. Typical niggerdom. That's what we do. We make people rich and tear each other down. It was like, that's our people. Oh, man. I ain't trying to play the music already. <laughs> I, I ain't trying to play the music again. But um, I love how Jay's non-response has been a response. Uh, and I hate when niggas do this. Oh, all of a sudden, a week from when you posted it, we get to, oh, this is what the part that didn't go viral, where he's talking about all the good that, like, I hate when they do that. Yeah. Let's let's get to the clip, the thing that's going to get everybody talking, get people riled up, and not give them the full clip is, like, right, exactly. uh, practice rent. Yeah. 
Right. Ask him about his, his friend that just died, and then you're talking about practice, but the clip that's infamous is him saying practice. We're talking about practice. Like, <laughs> that's how these niggas do it. They, they don't want nothing better for us than for us to bring each other down. Yeah. Crabs in a barrel type. We're going to make it. We 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 going to make it. All right. All right. Uh, did you watch the Chappelle stand up? I did. What did you think? I liked it actually. I liked it a lot. Oh. Maybe my favorite one from him. Whoa! Yeah. He was really he was really bold. He wasn't politically correct, which I appreciated because I feel like that takes away from a lot of comedic, artistic, you know, values like what we see is happening to Kevin Hart, like. From you know way back, what's that one? He's like, say it with your chest. I can't remember the name of it, but it's like from that till to today, that joint that he did in London in that stadium, it was like it's like apples and oranges. But he's on a level now that he has to you know maintain a certain reputation and got to be politically correct and you can't offend and you know you got to keep it clean. So his comedy now is like very family friendly, clean. Um, but Dave was like, nah, F that. I'm talking about Mike, gay people, R. Kelly. He was he went in. I enjoyed it. All of that stuff was funny. Um not so much for well, this was funny too, but just this is one of the talking points I wanted to bring up to talk to you about. Um, don't do me like, don't do me like. Change the subject. Right. How is school going, boys? And my sons tell me, well, we didn't have school today, technically. I'm like, what? What's going on? He said, well, there was like a school shooting drill. I never heard of this. You know what this is? They have drills they make kids do uh, where they practice what to do if somebody comes to shoot up their school. I never heard that before. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> then I had to tell my sons the truth. I didn't want to tell them this shit. Son, Son, listen to me. Fuck that drill. <laughs> Somebody comes to your school and wants to shoot it up. I'm just gonna be honest with you. You probably gonna get shot, nigga. I'm just being real. <laughs> you got a famous dad. I talk a lot of shit. They gonna be gunning for you, little buddy. I'm just stay block, low and run in a zigzag pattern, and don't try to save anybody, son. Do you want? you have kids rehearse for some shit they have no control of. All you're this doing is, is training these kids about. to worry. It's the stupidest drill I've ever heard of. And while you're in there training them during these drills, well, aren't you training the shooter too? This nigga's in here listening and learning. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Um, I love that he was uh, not afraid to address everything but that school shooter thing uh that was that was funny because it was like yeah you getting these kids prepared but you're also preparing the nigga that might be doing the shootings yeah he got all the intel (laughs) where we gonna meet what the Rendezvous points like <laughs> counterintuitive. I, I, I think it is. Uh, I'm gonna say us putting our fears on two kids. Um, because these don't know no better, nor do they care. If I can be honest, yeah. but now when. 
shooting drills to get them prepared. Like, why do we have to, as as adults, we should have a better control and sense of uh, what we're going to do in a situation to protect them, giving them that extra, I don't want to say baggage, but putting them in a position where you're giving them something to worry about outside of just school. Yeah. Yeah. It's heavy. And there's no reason for it to be for them. Yeah. There's no reason for it to be. Um Yeah, but outside of that, I thought the whole uh comedy special itself was brilliant. Him being able to tackle um transgender joke about the alphabets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like and it's with people being so like offended by everything, him being able to address everything and <laughs> the cancel culture mm-hmm. and saying, Yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm gonna do impressions and then making fun of the audience for like <laughs> Their stupidity, I thought was a, uh, I thought was really really clever. Um, I'm glad you liked it. I didn't think you were gonna like it. Yeah, I did. I didn't think so either. I just watched it because you know it came out. Me Chappelle was like, all right, I ain't got nothing else to watch. Really, let me see what this. Wow. Is. Yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Wow. Yeah. Maybe that's the best way to go into things with like no expectations. I think that's what probably happened with the Chappelle show. It's like everybody's like, oh, it's one of the funniest shows of all time. And it was like, all right, so that's that's my mindset. It's the funniest show, one of the funniest shows of all time. And then when I get there, it's like, it's probably funny, but not the funniest, one of the funniest of all time. You know what I mean? So maybe I'll go into things like not expecting anything. And that way, I think that's why I enjoyed Lion King because I wasn't expecting it to be like you saw the movie already. Yeah, it wasn't. I wasn't thinking it was going to be like the '94 cartoon version with you know Jonathan Taylor and like Whoopi. It was like <laughs> I like I experienced that already. I don't want to re-experience that again. It's a whole new. It's a whole new thing. I felt like they were trying to bring a whole new vibe to it. I don't know what people didn't get, but that was my mindset going into it. So I was like, yeah, I took it for what it was. This is great. This is 2019 Lion King. Cool. So yeah, that's, that's going to be my new thing. I'm going to take that into 2020. Just have no expectations. Just take things for what they are. That's people, that's entertainment, music, movies, whatever. You disappoint? Cool. Really wasn't expecting you to not. I like it. Cool. Really wasn't expecting to like it. So yeah, no as well. Huh? Hmm. I said there's no expectations, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I'm mad at That's it. That's how you stay away from hurt. That's the truth. Oh, you. Hold on. What's my change? You throw my change at you right there. Cash at me. Yeah. I'm broke. I'm broke. <laughs> You're right. Um, that's a lot in saying that. Just not having no expectations on people in general. Yeah. You you can prevent a whole lot of your own hurt. Yeah. Come sure. on through here. For sure. Ash at oh, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, I don't really have much else. Um, yeah, I, I don't really have much else to get into. Did you want to bring up something right quick before we head out? Before we get, I feel like news? I did, but I can't remember now. It's all right. It happens. Yeah, I have a really, really bad headache. Can't think really hard. We'll bring it back around another time. I'm pretty sure it's relevant. It'll be relevant next week. So we can chop it up. 
All right, these uh, people show so you can go on and take a aspirin and pretend you're still recording and be away from your family. <gasps> oh, did we? Did I ever mention um, Black Lady Sketch Show? No. Oh man, that sucks. That's my show. A Black Lady Sketch Show on HBO every Friday at 11 p.m. I just read today that they've been picked up for another season. So kudos to those black women. It's a very different show. It's very, it's very witty. It's funny. Thoroughly enjoy it. Um, so yeah, that's my show for the week. F these white folks. Um, all right. Yeah. Okay. My show for the week is Netflix. Um, what's the show? Mother. Hold on, hold on. Hulu, sorry. I'm trying to remember the name of this show. Cocaine Godmother. It's mm-hmm. a true story about um <laughs> Pablo Escobar's mentor. Mm. It was a female? Yeah. Wow. Cocaine godmother. She uh, came under her wing, and if you're not familiar with Pablo Escobar, I think you should probably do something. <laughs> <laughs> kind of help build Miami a little bit. A little bit, kind of, sort of. When I went when I went to Miami for uh, work a couple of weeks back, that's the first thing I thought about. Huh? You were looking for no. coke? I was not looking for coke. No, thank you. Um, not on a work trip, at least. Um, <laughs> no. I was but ask, I, do you have any desire to like just try it once? No. No. Never. It's not like a bucket list thing. It's like snort a line. On like birthday or something, and just you can keep your eight balls and all that other great stuff. I'm, I'm really good. Trust me, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm really okay. Um, no, but I, funny that you say like that. I want to try it on the plane down. Um, when we were coming in. It was not planned. I had my phone on shuffle, and Benny the Butcher came, was playing while we were landing in Miami, and I was like, why would you do that? Like, mm. Why would you put me in that, that mindset as soon as I even touched down? But um, Yeah, that, that that was weird in itself, just being able to come into Miami and have Benny the Butcher playing, and I looked at, like, South Beach. Niggas is knocking, knocking. Um, I looked at South Beach and was just saying, damn, this is crazy that cocaine really built up part of Florida. That's crazy. And just to think of how much money the government will probably never tell us, but how much money was used from drug stuff to help, like, up lift yeah. Miami, build the sky rises? Yeah. Yeah. I would love to see the documents on that. The drugs pumped, in, pumped into the neighborhoods. and Yeah, I want to see the designs for that. I mean, we would never, but I know it's sick. I don't think they would ever let stuff like stuff like that come out. But yeah, yeah. Cocaine Godmother on Hulu. Um, yeah, niggas, that's all I got. Unless Mel got something. But you niggas get excuses ready for Monday. I am becoming a, a proponent of using the time that I have this past. Nah, I tried to be the nigga that had all his uh all his days saved up at the end of the year. 
Nope, not no more. I know more. Nigga, I got days. I'm using them. Um, you don't win an award for not for being at work. That's a fact. And they don't pay you? They don't give you a check at the end of the year if you ain't use them days? They do, but you know how much like taxes will come out? Like You would j- legit just be yeah. offering Uncle Sam to be right back in your pockets. Sure. I'll pay my, uh, my sick days. You take them. <laughs> it's trash because Uncle Sam saw what you uh, were going to use for time off. But yeah, nigga. Nah, get your excuses ready and actually use them because I'm using mine, nigga. I, I don't just tell y'all that and I don't use them. I, I ran into a nigga I wasn't supposed to run into when I was off one time. <laughs> How awkward was that? Tell nigga, yo, yeah, I, I called out sick today, man. Because it was the, it was the most random place. It was a restaurant in Harlem. I'm like, why the hell? Like out of all the places, you, you would show up here. Oh right, man. Uh, that's all I have. Uh, oh. Yes. <laughs>